Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts. The adventure begins, comics, games, and more, and the golden opportunity proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Boom, boom, boom. Senior producer Nico DLG. Hey guys. You're listening to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can find us at NerdThugRadio.com and interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Let me kick it over to our junior producer, Corey DLG. I'm sorry, the talent, Corey DLG. This is this is why you guys don't have nice things. I just want y'all both to. I got a lot of nice things. I'm gonna break them. I got tons of nice things. How are you gonna get over there to break them? What do you mean? I get. I'm getting. You gonna run over there? Yeah. Gonna run run over. Okay, Flash. Whatever. Uh, I'll take an Uber. So what's up, guys? How's your weekend been? Corey, I hate, I hate all of you. Corey, I don't anything, even want to talk to anything you. Anything interesting going on in your world? No, I hate all of That's you. Cool. No, you I don't want to talk. He's he's very aggressive because he argues with people on Facebook all the time. Yeah, you know what? I it's it's a habit that you. This wasn't even. I didn't even start an argument this time. Like we were having a discussion, and I made a point, and a third party came in. But you made a point on Facebook, and a third party. How dare you have an opinion? But yeah. like a third party wasn't even part of the conversation. Came in and was just an absolute like d bag about it. They right. made themselves a part. Right, so I'm coming in on this. Right, I'm coming right. in hot, and it it just coming in quick. I'm coming in hot. I'm gonna ruin this guy's day, and whatever he did work because he ruined your night. I, it just drives me crazy when right. people act like they're so tough. They're such a they're so hard. Keyboard warriors, baby. What yeah. did I say? What did I say in here? I was literally gonna send this guy my address. I, yeah, I'm, and then me and Nico were like, and we're leaving the studio now. I honestly, have fun. Honestly, I can't stand it when people just think that. Like, first of all. If if we're if there's a discussion going on, and, it, and honestly, I didn't even post something controversial. I wasn't even trying to have an argument. I was simply stating you more did, input into it, and then all you of a sudden, did post something controversial. I no, I didn't. You posted your opinion, which people see other people's opinions and they just want to like light it up. Not saying what you posted was was accurate completely, but, but the way I feel like Facebook goes now, if you post any kind of a statement. And someone's disagrees, they are gonna blow up and like just try to like right make unless a unless huge you're deal literally stating a fact with seven sources yeah like, and but even even, right even because then, that's what he said like, right? even like, then yeah uh, it's like who are you Mr. Lawyer guy right how many years have you have you had your law degree and I was like well that again first of all I wasn't even speaking on the law you rocked his like world. I wasn't I wasn't speaking on the law you rocked that guy's world you got him so riled up that he read someone else's post with your comment and then just said coming in hot. I honestly sliding over the the Camaro like Dukes of Hazard style. It's not a Camaro, I know, but like just coming over at you. I honestly like it. Flaming just wheels. Yeah, it just drives me crazy how someone can like dice in the mirror. Right. Yeah. You, wait, nobody would do this in, like in person. Nobody oh, would come no. up to me and be this disrespectful. No, not no. in a million years. No. Uh, not and so you, not unless you're at a youth sporting event. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah, if I was a, if I was at a youth sporting event and I was the umpire, then everyone would be so awful to me again. That's true. But like, yeah, no one would ever come up to you if you were talking to someone else and giving them your opinion. Yeah, or they would shove their way into no. it and then be like, "No, let me tell you something, stupid. Let me tell you something, brother." So okay, okay. So Facebook conversations gonna run and, wild on you. And he actually had some interesting quotes. Did you hear him on the Stone no. Cold podcast? No. He uh, he basically said that takes time. 
Okay. He basically said he'll he he'll never wrestle again, and the reason why is at this point there's not enough bone in his spine anymore. That makes sense. He went to some laser people about. Well, eight? speaking of Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Did you say that? I don't know if yeah, you said yeah, it or yeah. not. No, I didn't. Uh, about eight years ago, he went to a laser center, and they were into he was having you know he's been dealing with numbness and tingling. It's I funny because he last, wrestled like, seven years ago. Right. When <laughs> hang on. So he was dealing with like some numbness and tingling, I guess, for the last fifteen years or so. Mm, I wish he goes I had to that. the laser people, and they um, they say, yeah, what we'll do is we'll like with the laser, we'll, we'll we'll increase the hollow around your the okay where your spinal column is. Okay, okay. To take the pressure off the nerves, because basically they were saying like his nerves were swelling and pressing against the spine, so they were lasering away some of his bone. Uh, initially, it worked out, so he wrestled a little bit more, and then. After that, they had to he had to keep going back to him, and then they lasered away so much that now there's not enough bone for him to like get fused or something along those lines, and so now he can never wrestle again. Of course, I mean he is sixty, so I wouldn't want him wrestling anyway. <laughs> right? Like, Ugh. how many more matches does he have in his future? It's anyway, even worth it. Yeah, but that's uh, crazy. That, that's crazy science. There, that doesn't even make sense. Speaking of crazy science, does it make sense? You don't think? No, I mean. Like, for them to, like, laser so much away, and now, like, he doesn't... Oh, yeah, to get to that point? Yeah. Yeah, like, you gotta think, like, when you go into the room, the doctor should already know, well, like, like, how much they the can... even the fact that they're like, we can solve this by lasering your bone away. Well, no, that part, that part they do. Remember, uh... Well, that's kind of neat, but I'm just saying, like, it's crazy science. Do you remember when we talked about Markel Fultz? Yes. The number one draft pick for Philly, who... They were saying he was having that he was a mental head case, and that's why he couldn't shoot free throws. Okay. Uh, and he said he was having nerve damage to his shoulder and that's why he couldn't do it and so they lasered away like they like lasered out a bit of like somewhere between the sternum and the shoulder there's a bone that was like that carries the nerve and so they lasered some of that out for him of course we've never seen him again since so i don't but know what i'm saying is that's pretty crazy science that we've gotten to the point where we can laser, laser stuff, stuff away to try to heal people that's just insane to me uh yeah, especially considering how it used to be. Can I tell you a crazy story? I mean, I guess when uh when I used to work at uh no, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear it. The specific water park, and I was running the the cash control of the bank that's inside of it. You know, my the two things I would like to hire would be old people because they always have great stories, and you're trapped in there for eight hours a day. And then um that's ageism. Young ladies, I don't care. I'm fine with it. Sexual um, harassment. I'm fine with that too. Um. But so I hired this old guy one time who he came in and he was not an old guy. He was a senior citizen. No, he's he was an old dude. And he he retired at like 45 because he went straight into the airline industry at 18. So when he retires, they give you like a crazy you can either take a pension or a big sum of money. He took the big sum of money. He got like lucky on some stocks. So this guy's like set, set, set for life. Uh, He has a crazy sad story, though. Then his like a year into retirement, his wife and his children die in a camping trip. Yeah, he they, wasn't there. They rent a cabin, and he was coming up the next day, and apparently carbon monoxide poisoning in the cabin killed the whole family. Uh, like, crazy. But for, like, three years, he was in bed with back pain. And finally, when he went and got the surgery done, this was the old school way, pre-lasers. They literally, you know, they cut, they, they cut open his back and literally sectioned off pieces of the spine and, like, took it out and let the, and, like, let the nerves air and then that like causes them to de-swell or something and then they put everything back and put him back together now they can just laser now they use a laser can i tell you a crazy story yeah 
So the other day, I was giving myself a haircut, <laughs> and so I was uh, shaving my head. With a laser? No, <laughs> normal razor. Okay. <laughs> Not a laser razor? So uh, I shave my head, and I get in the shower, and when I get out of the shower, I typically like to lotion it, because I'm bald, bald and beautiful, bald and bougie. And uh, so I look, I was like, oh, that's some cool coconut lotion we got now. Sweet, I'll get that. So I get some, I lather it in my hands. Oh, no. And I go to the top, I'm like, wow, it's drying really fast. What is this? And so I take another wee big look. I was like, oh, my God, this is Nair. I knew it. And so, like, and it's the, sh- the kind you have to, like, let sit for an hour, then it works while you shower. I'm like, how do I get this off? <laughs> so, like, I jump it in the shower and, like, shower head off. <laughs> you see my shower yeah, in the back. Yeah. And my soap bar. Like, half the soap bars in my head, like, I had to wash it out before. I was like, I'm about to look real horseshoe style if I don't get this out. <laughs> but uh, I did, so it was kind of cool. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What was the rush to get it out? Because it doesn't. Gonna, it's not going to make you less bald. I mean, I still have a little bit of hair. So what were you trying to save there? The, I didn't want it to, like, burn. four square inches of, of no, hair I on your head? I didn't want it to, like, burn my head because there's not a whole lot of hair there. Again, so, like. I'd have a burn on my head. <laughs> and then I'd look like I fought the oven and lost. <laughs> to, to I be fought fair, the oven in. I lost as boom, big boom, as, boom, as boom, much boom, as you boom, wear boom. hats. Boom. Like you yeah. would, right? Know. Yeah, no one would know. No one would know. <laughs> yeah, I was at the uh, baseball fields uh, this weekend, and it was getting hot. But like we were sitting under a tree, yeah, trees, and uh, my hat was getting hot. But it was raining a little bit, so I put a towel over my head to keep me from getting wet. And then um, the rain kind of stopped, but I just kept the towel there. And this guy behind me was like, "Hey, man, that towel looks really cool." Because I had it kind of like wrapped like a toboggan almost. He's like, but, like, is it for style, or it's not raining anymore? I'm like, no, I'm just protecting my head from the sun. He's like, we're under a tree. I'm like, and I'm bald. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah, but we're still under a tree. I was like, do you think the sun gives two craps if there are tree branches there? Like, it will burn your head. Like, in this Houston 115-degree humidity, like, the sun will burn you through the trees. Yeah, honestly, I don't think anybody should be questioning what anyone's doing, like, to hide from the sun. At yeah. Point. He's like, like, oh, it's like, does it hurt if you get some? Curse you, warm you, protector of our life. He's like, does it hurt if your scalp's <laughs> burned? I'm like, yeah. What's wrong with you? What kind of, of course it hurts? And then it's, it, it like starts peeling, and you look like a. I can't even say the word because it's not appropriate for this show. But like, I was like, dude, you're Terrible. an idiot. God, you're an idiot. Yeah, I don't understand uh, what the what the interest is like. He was pretty fascinated with your big old head there. Yeah, he's like, why do you have a towel wrapped around your head? And then, you know what my response was, though? I said, listen, man, when you're traveling the galaxy, you always have to have a towel. That's true. And there's only two people out of, like, 20 around me that knew what I was talking about, and they were laughing. But that is true. Pretty hard. It's the Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Did you know that, Nico? Nope. See? Nico would have been in that group. Somebody told me uh, 42, which is the answer to everything. Uh, if If you understand programming, that that's actually a really, really good joke. Yeah, it really is. I don't know how to understand programming, yeah, I don't but I've heard either. the same thing. Yeah, uh, I saw like a little article where they kind of half explain it, and I was like, I was like, okay, I get what they're like half getting at. I mean, I don't understand the math behind it, but I get it. Where basically, forty-two is like a, it's like a solution that means like all is well or something like that in math, and so the answer to the universe is that all is well or something. It also means Jackie Robinson, but. True. I did hear that they're making like a TV show on Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, I heard that. I as can't well. remember what platform I saw it on, but I, I saw Amazon. it. And I was like, "Hmm, well, Amazon be good because the boys is going great." We talked about that last week on the show. Oh, the things, good. what you should be watching that segment to start airing you, once a month. You now just at this point have finished one of my favorite episodes. Which one? The uh, seventh one. The one with where they go to save the passenger airplane. 
That's, oh, my, yeah. that's one of my favorite scenes. That's like episode five, I think. Five or six. I yeah. think it's five. But it's one of my favorite scenes because it just shows you what superheroes would really do. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm also serious enough to tell you we got to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to teach you about the golden opportunity, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Disney. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Let's talk about something that I am very fond of. It's not silver. It's golden. It's the golden opportunity. Life is filled with missed opportunities. Well, those days are gone thanks to Golden Opportunity, a location-based, community-oriented app that shows you events and coupons in your area, as well as available jobs and items for sale. It even has shelters and pantries for those in need or those wanting to make a donation to somewhere local Golden Opportunity helps bring communities together. If you're tired of missing out on things around you, download Golden Opportunity from the iOS or Android or Google Play stores today. Businesses should contact them via email right away to take advantage of their free offer at a golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. Because in every community is a golden opportunity. Oh, that that's so good. Is golden. I uh, I mean I write award winning uh copy, ad copy. <sighs> Nico, that false. was impressive. Nico Foss, I wrote that. Um, so oh you know what gosh. is golden? I'm about to quit um, this show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish you would. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're the backbone. Uh, so uh, Disney has. I been need that record. Yeah, just you're like the backbone. Snippet it out. Yeah. Listen, when you we'll just we'll just do that drop every time he makes fun of me from when, now on. When you miss the least, I wish which you would is like the show. which is like every f- segment of every show. When you take the least amount of time off, like you got to be the backbone. That's fair. Of the that's show. Fair. You're right. Not of the brand and the corporation, because that's not what you're saying to me, but of the show. Yeah, he you. could walk away at any moment. We could all be dead. All you. <laughs> um, no, so Disney. They keep. I, we saw this headline. Yeah. It's like Disney keeps making a crap ton of money on these crappily reviewed remakes of stuff. So it just got us thinking a little about, about Disney. Like, why are people. Lion King, over a billion dollars, and the, the uh, reviews are terrible. Yeah, nobody's excited about it. Well, let me rephrase it. No one is... It's not as good as the animated one. No, not by any means. Not even close. Um, Listen to the uh, Hoodligan Hour, the new episode. Like uh, Brock just like roasted Lion King. Really? Just straight up roasted it. Maybe he should stop going to see children's movies. Maybe. You tell mean, Brock I said that. Okay, I will. Metal Brock, chair Brock, to the head. Brock, stop doing this. Yeah. But anyways, like... No, I definitely. It's a, it's a. It was a great show. I mean, like a little side note. Like I didn't like the original. I, I wasn't a big animated guy, Disney guy as a kid. I see. I loved the Disney movies as a kid. I did. Um, I, I liked I Peter Pan and Robin Hood, and that was about it. Those are the two worst. I think. I just like those. Yeah, I don't even that's know. What a, to those are weird choices. Yeah, those I are liked weird. Peter Pan and I like Robin Hood. I don't really like so the rest you didn't, of them. You didn't like Aladdin? Eh, not really. Not you a didn't fan. like Lion King? No, not a fan. I don't. I just wasn't into it. 
I'm I'm confused. Yeah, I don't I don't That's really like know. Lion King's like every the best one. <laughs> yeah, Lion King is the best one. I Actually, would, uh, beg to differ. My opinion changes of that. In a lot of ways, it was like it's what saved Disney animation. Like, there's a lot of stories about how they were very certain it was going to fail. Um, they started getting through it, and they were like, uh, uh, "This thing's not working." I like Sword in the Stone too. That was a good one. Oh my god, that one's boring as heck. Yeah, that one is not a very good animated movie. I like those three. Those are my favorite ones. Wow, you like the garbage you ones. You, you couldn't have picked three worst Disney animated movies to... Let's do this. What do you think are the three worst? The three worst? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've only really... Well, I've seen tons of them. Yeah, do don't lie like to me. Like, two kids. Like, <laughs> like, you see those... Well, my kids don't even watch them. Like, they have no clue what, like, Aladdin or The Lion King... The only ones they, kids wrong. The only ones they really know are, like, Snow White and Beauty and the Beast. Like, the other ones... Jungle Book. They know Jungle Book. I like that one. That's a good one. I'll give it that one. Jungle so what are the okay. three what are the three you think are the worst? Does, does Fantasia count? No. no. Also, again, does it's Hunchback of Notre Dame acclaimed. count? That I counts. I don't think that's is that Disney or is that Fox? That's so. Disney. It's Disney? Yeah. Well, it's the worst one. I mean it's Disney now, but I don't No, it's it was Disney. It was always Disney? Yeah. Then there's Aladdin two, Return of Jungle. It's the one that it's the one that they that's like pretty bad. skewed away from really far away. Then there's like Lion King two that was awful. Because they're evil. <laughs> All the remakes were the worst ones. The sequels, yeah, they're not nearly as good as the first ones. All of them were dumb. Well, yeah, no, but a lot of most of the sequels. I mean, I were watched them because my sister was really big into those. But a lot of the sequels, eh. though, were like direct to video. I really liked Peter Pan. I really liked Robin Hood. So, aside from the sequels, you you still haven't answered the question. <laughs> yeah, I answered the question. Those are those are the ones I thought so, were the worst. So you you think the sequels are the worst? They're the worst ones, yeah. I mean, that's way to go out on I'm not saying, like, Lion King and Aladdin weren't great movies. I just don't find them entertaining to myself. Fair enough. I saw a preview for what has probably got to be the worst movie on Netflix this year. Oh, which one's that? Uh, Marlon Wayans is about to debut a movie called... Right, exactly. I'm done. It's called Sextuplets. I don't think I've ever seen a movie of his that I enjoyed. No, I haven't either. That I thought I was like. This you know is what's weird is they have a whole empire. The Wayans, the, yeah. you know, the four no, brothers. No, I like, what's the, is it Damon? They did, like, Major Damon's Pain? The old, yeah, Damon's the I oldest I like that one. movie. Um, but I don't really? think I've ever seen a Marlon Wayans movie. I was like, this is great. I like it. This is entertaining. I'll so watch it again. Marlon and I'm blanking on the other brother. Damon? Well, not Damon's the oldest, but it goes Oh, the ones from White Chicks? Yeah. Damon, ah, what's his uh, name? Marlon, and the other one. Damien? Yeah. Da- yeah, I think it is. No, no. No, that doesn't sound right. No. Marvin? Marvin You keep Wayans? talking. I'm going to find it, it. Marlon and Marvin? I hope not. Uh, but the two Wayans brothers that did like all the scary movies together and all that stuff, like they have a whole empire. Uh, but anyway, Marlon Wayans is they doing... They also had their own sitcom. They, well, yeah, for years. Uh, do you remember the intro to it? Sean their brothers? And Sean and Marion. Yeah, Marlon. Yeah, Sean and Marlon Wayans. Yeah, Sean Wayans. That's who it is. I liked Major Payne, though. Major Payne, but that was Damon Wayans. Like, yeah. Damon, Damon broke in hard, and with his money, I feel like he kind of... Well, and his the, brothers. Well, and his dad. Their dad is the famous uh, actor too. But they were like, oh, well, they on like, uh, what was the one of them families that are no? What was the, the uh, yeah. off-brand Saturday Night Live? But Mad that was, TV. But that was Damon, in Living Color. That was Damon. That? that was Damon Wayans. Okay, I believe you. Uh, Marlon, they weren't old enough yet. I don't think because they, they were too young. They were too young. Keenan Ivory, Sean Wayans, Damon Dwayne. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there are. There's like five Wayans brothers. Lethal Weapon was good. The TV show, not really. Right, and that's Damon Wayans again. In living blank man, Boy Scout. That was pretty good. Those are all Damon Wayans. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. Damon. That's Damon. What I'm saying like I like Damon. The other two, eh. he's like the Baldwin's. Like Alec Baldwin does all the good movies, and the rest of them are just like you're like, how many Baldwins are there? <laughs> and every time, you, every time you name something good, you're like, yeah, that's Alec Baldwin. The only one I could uh, think was Stephen Baldwin. Was he in the one where like they they jumped out of like the airplane like they're like skydivers? 
What was that movie? They remade just recently. Oh, you're talking about uh, Point Break. Keanu Point Reeves. Break. Yeah, he was in that one, the original, right? Stephen Baldwin was. Yeah, wasn't he one of the guys that jumped out of the plane? If, if he was one of Kurt Russell's buddies, I, I think so. Maybe I don't remember that. He might have been. I, I, I'm not saying no to that. Um, keep keep talking. Stephen Baldwin though is the one who now has found Jesus. He has like a, a yeah. He has like a Miley Cyrus tattoo. That's yeah, cool. wrap your brain, wrap your brain around that. For a little while, Miley Cyrus was like had found Jesus again, right after the Disney stuff. Oh yeah. And so Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley, Miley Cyrus went from like I found Jesus to hardcore party drugs, and then like back to like normal society. Oh, there's only yeah. there's only two movies that I've seen that I really like that Marla Wayans is in. Okay, what are they? They are G.I. Joe, The Rise uh, of Cobra. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect one for him. And Requiem for a Dream. What about, uh, is he in Lady Killers? Yes. You would like that movie. That's, that's got Tom Hanks in it. Uh, I haven't, I just see it. I haven't seen it, but like, it's also it got, looks like it could be good. It's also got J.K. Simmons in it. Yeah, it looks like it could be good. It's a really good one. That one is, uh, it's like, uh, I'm not going to say what year it is. Cause I think it's 1980s, but I might be wrong about that. But essentially, Tom Hanks rents a basement from this woman, this old lady. And then kills her. No. Um, well, he tries to kill her later. Oh, Usual Suspects, Biodome. Man, hey, she's been in a lot of good movies. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, Stephen Flintstones, Baldwin. Viva Rock. Stephen Baldwin was the other Eight guy. Eight seconds? In, he was the other guy in Biodome. He's, it's Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Eight seconds? Wow, he's been in a lot of great movies. Half-baked? I, I can't tell if you're being Man, he's actually been in He's actually a pretty... Uh, I like his movies. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make a point about the Baldwins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look actually, how far we've come. He's not that far. He's not that bad. Um, anyway, the Marlon Wayans movie is called Sex Tuplets. He plays all six oh, of the sex tuplets. That's awful. And it's the story of one of them finding out that he's adopted and that like he has five other siblings and he sets out to find them all. That's awful. And they're that all just that's that's not a new concept. I feel like this story's already been done before. Awful. I don't. Is that like um? I've heard that exact premise before. How many comedians play like a bunch of characters in one? Of Eddie the Murphy's. Eddie Murphy, Mike uh, Myers. Um, uh, what's his name? Tyler Perry. Is that yeah. Medea? Yeah. yeah. But he only play, he does Medea and oh well, no, like I guess the Grandpa and yeah. he plays a couple people. That's fair. Is it Stephen Baldwin's been in a hundred and five movies? That's a lot of movies. Yeah, dude. Like he never he never goes home. Man, he, he never leaves Hollywood. At a kid. He was in the only thing from him that I that I think is great is Unusual Suspects. Uh, yeah. What, what? Who other? Who else is? What's another guy who's played multiple roles? That's a. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. So like most of the Saturday Night Live actors only play one character, uh, except for Eddie Murphy, um, like one character in a movie at a time. So speaking of Disney, can I tell you a movie? Um, so I mean, we got way off kilt here. Yeah, we I do. think we're gonna have to come back in a minute. Yeah, we and are. finish this up the next segment. But can I tell you the one live action remake movie that I'm really looking forward to for Disney? Okay, you ready? Yeah, Mulan. That movie looks really. Dope. I think that movie's gonna look awesome. It's, but they're choosing more to focus on like the Chinese Revolution. Yeah. Then they are on the actual like, story. The, I feel like it's going to be not like a remake, is, but like is, a take the, on it. This is the calculated move to get a bazillion dollars from China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. For absolutely. sure. Uh, because like I don't th- I didn't in the one preview I've seen, they didn't even show Mushu at all. So there's no tiny talking dragon in the first preview at all. And it's yeah. about her like also like Disney movies work well when it's like all the characters are human. It does. And that's a point that I want to make. You think so? 
It works. It works better for these live action remakes. That's definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, that's yes, definitely yes. a point I want to make about the Lion King here in a few minutes when we come back from break. But Mulan, you're right. Like I think it's. I don't know if it's going to be a direct like like remake of it or just like a live a action a live action yeah. retelling of Mulan. But like if any story that they haven't done live action that could be like really interesting, I think Mulan could be the one. Well, what did the little like plates in like diner diner dinner sets look like in Beauty and the Beast? I never saw. I don't it. know. I never saw it. I didn't either. I didn't see it. Oh, they're like they're like terrifying. Are they? Yeah, they're, the only they're one, awful looking. The <laughs> okay. only one I've seen is Jungle Book. That's the only remake I've seen. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast looks Jungle Book is like bad. garbage. Do you know who directed that? John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. Actually, you know what? I just saw that on TV the other day, like the television edited version. And it was really good. So we talked about this, like on a previous that you were watching it and you had to like see the commercials. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I think I think that one works. I don't know about the rest of them as far as they all have to be humans. That I'm one tell, works pretty well, good. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you why when we come back from a break. That okay. I think Lion King doesn't work as a CGI spectacle. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Cessation. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Find us at Facebook.com. Backslash Nerd Thug Radio and Corey DLG. We talked about this the other day. I need to double check my sources, but I'm pretty sure we are the longest running show on Lone Star Community Radio. So are we just gonna start telling people that? Yeah, we're the longest running show. I like We've it. been there since day one. We've never missed a week, even True. holidays. Um, and some shows have taken breaks. <laughs> Not us, because Corey just loves doing radio, so he continuously does this when me and Nico want to take our breaks. So. Props to you, Backbone. I feel like I just, you guys make it sound like I'm sitting in a bunker by myself just recording like hours of endless stuff. That's pretty much what happens. I'm gonna start. But let's talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, some good news they announced this week. They have just purchased and will open their third location here in the area. Ooh. So there will be one in Conroe. There is one in Magnolia. And now there is one south of... Of 242 in the Woodlands. They bought a location. They're going to remodel it. They're doing uh, classes out of a, a satellite location off of Falcon Wing in the Woodlands. You can find that address on their Facebook page. They announced it there. But what I'm trying to tell you is this is the time to jumpstart your fitness career because now they are everywhere. They're like Nerd Thug Radio. They are everywhere. Everywhere. If you Google Nerd Thug Radio, you'll find us everywhere. If you look up Cox ATA here in this radio listening area, 
They are everywhere now. They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave legacies. They have self-defense. I never did it backwards. No, I didn't do it backwards, you, right? You got it right. You got it right. They build legacies. Except they, it's the finale. Yeah, but I'm just, they, they do self-defense classes. They got programs for the tots. They got programs for your kids. They got programs for teenagers, young adults, senior citizens like Corey. They've got stuff for everyone. Mention Nerd Thug Radio at any location. Get two free weeks of training. Now we'll do the punchline because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, and we leave a legacy. Whew. That was a big, big, big run there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <sighs> Let me catch my breath. All right. So the Disney. Okay. So I know most people love Lion King. I mean, I think it's a great movie. I'm just not a fan. I, I, I would never go back and rewatch it. Nico, are you crying? Yeah, I'm super sad. You are crying. Like, I can see tears in his <laughs> eyes talking about Lion King. <laughs> But I feel like Elton John, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, it's it's pretty much the best movie ever made. One of the right. reasons I feel like Lion King was so successful on the animated front is because you could really humanize the animals with like their right. their uh their, you can their really facial features the and there. their emotions and stuff like that. But the CGI version, it's literally like watching National Geographic with voiceovers. How can I tell if my cat is sad? Yeah. They literally should have just did the whole story and had Morgan Freeman narrate it. That would have been better. What? <laughs> you heard me. Just National Geographic yeah. footage with it's Morgan Freeman. National Geographic just with reading, a Morgan Freeman. But he's just reading the script. He's reading the, the script. Kid. That would have been interesting. Super interesting. Do you, does he do other voices or is it all no, just No, it's just Freeman. all Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Let me tell you about the story of Simba. And then he just reads it. Right, yeah. No, I... Uh, the only positive thing no. I have heard that, have come, that has come out of this movie, like voice-wise, is Seth Rogen. Yeah, I heard That's him, it. whoever he's with as the... Uh, as Simone and Puma? Yeah. I heard a lot of people really enjoyed them. But like, you can't get those like animated, like humanized features from the CGI stuff. Well, the CGI, from what I've seen, like the previews, is it like looks amazing. Great. Everyone yeah. talks yeah, to like, you, it looks great, but it doesn't capture that feel that everyone likes. Well, no, and that's the, problem. that's the problem going from animated to live action, because this was such... It's not, even live, it's not even live action. It's it's, it's animated just differently. It's uh, CGI yeah. action. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's made Morgan to Freeman. look live action. It's, yeah, you're right. You lose a lot of that, like, cartoon enthusiasm. Is that is that kind of what we're saying? Accurate. Um, however, like, it worked in The Jungle Book. Well, there was a human. But the animals all still were. It was still just as yeah, good. Yeah, but like... like, like uh, Bill Murray's character uh, Baloo, you know, he does the. Uh, they're sitting there singing while they're in the water, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. Yeah, but I think they kind of. I, th- from what I have read and I have listened to the reviews and other people have seen it, like they went real heavy on the CGI to make it look as like real as possible. Well, yeah, that well, was some the of point. the other. Well, so some of the other ones haven't done that so much. And also, like, you still had some yeah. like character coming out in Baloo. Right, and also uh, an important note is that. The Lion King, there's a lot of tragedy and sadness and, like, really important shots that just aren't captured in the new version Mm-mm. at all. That's so, like, why the live-action remake of Peter Pan and Robin Hood have been so good. Was, there, was there a Peter Pan? Was yeah. there a no. Robin Hood? No, yeah, definitely tons. not Robin there's Hood. There's been, like, four remakes of Robin Hood. Well, that's the story of Robin Hood, yeah. not the Disney yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah, but still, better. That's not the same thing. Also, <laughs> they haven't been better. Oh, the one thing. with Jamie Foxx was terrible. Men in Tights, best movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> Reminds you of that guy. Kevin, the Prince of Thieves is a great, great. one. There's that, a new one that I haven't seen yet. I think that's it was the one. Like, that's the one I'm talking about. The one with Jamie Foxx. Is that the one? No, that's a different one. I think no. it was two. Is that the one with Taron Edgerton. Yeah. Okay. Jamie Foxx is like because there was one before that with Russell Crowe too. That one is that one's good, 
he's Robin of Loxley, but he's not like this like great. Well, that's not true. He's an archer in the beginning. He's an, he's with the archery division of the movie, but he does more sword fighting and stuff like that. And it's actually more about the revolution of the Magna Carta. Viva okay. la revolution. Yeah, like somehow. Viva la revolution. I'm gonna go watch that tonight. Meet somehow they've kind of merged Robin Hood into the story of the Magna Carta. Awesome. It, that that it. one's a very different version of the yeah, movie. That's what I heard. Um, but the one with Taron Egerton and uh, Jamie Foxx is just bad. It's That's just, what I heard. I haven't good. seen it because I heard it was so bad. It's not good. Although Jamie Foxx with like a metal stump hand is kind of funny, Neat. but it's not. It's not good. Um. Anyways, you said you had a fun story. Uh, no, it's not a fun story, but it's a it's an important story. Oh, okay. It's, it's very. Is it, is it muy importante? It's very important. Uh, Nico, now that you're 21, do you know what muy importante means? No. Could okay. he not know that before he was Yeah, born? no, it's no. not possible. <laughs> no, nope, not possible for him. Okay, so this has been confirmed in numerous places, so this is legit. Uh, Rob Liefeld... Uh, can't draw feet. Can't draw feet. Um, has announced that he is no longer associated with the title Youngblood, which was like his debut book from Image. Oh, no. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that He's was like... still associated with Deadpool, though? Well, I mean, he created Deadpool. There's okay, no, there's cool. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Um, Glad that's still a thing. I am no longer the creator of this yeah. thing. That's good. That's a thing. I no longer have made this. He basically got his rights taken out from underneath him. Isn't this that TV show? No, wait. No, it's True Blood. Just kidding. Yeah. All right. That is an excellent show, by the way. And that's based on a terrible book. A terrible book, but the show is yeah. great. Like It is so corny, you could not stop watching yeah, that's it. Fair. that's and fair. And there's a lot of like naked stuff. There's, there's cool. a lot and of And vampires. You should watch that one. You would enjoy that, Nico. I've seen a couple episodes. Okay. Watch the whole thing. All right. So when Rob Liefeld first, when Image was first starting, they partnered with Malibu Comics to- Is that Malibu, California? Mm, I don't know where they were based, okay. but it, Malibu Comics was going to publish the comic books for them uh, when Image first got started. But then the orders were so high and there was so much money involved that Image went ahead and became its own publisher. Uh, but originally they were going to be uh, like uh, one of the imprints of Malibu Comics. Um, that guy, uh, the guy who owned Malibu Comics, he came on as a partner with Rob Liefeld's uh, imprint when it first started. Rob Liefeld controlled the printing rights for some of his books and threw a bunch of just poor money management. This is the thing that blows my mind with Image Comic Books. They were, the com- they were selling millions of copies of their books for like three years, four years. Every book they were putting out was selling, was killing, was crushing it. They were literally turning 19-year-olds into millionaires within a year. Like artists and stuff like that. Where were we at this time? <sighs> Not 19. No, we weren't. Actually, we were, but we didn't know what was going on. We, we were in Texas. You were buying the comic books. We were in Texas buying the comic books when they were in California just blowing up. Um, I want to blow up. They were, they, were, they were hanging out like in the offices until like four in the morning. It was like, it was just a bunch of kids and they just made all this money and were just partying and stuff. writing, writing drawn. Right. And that was, they were just living the, the dream there basically. But through a bunch of mismanagement at one point when they went to split everything off and Rob Liefeld started his own imprint again, awesome imprint. Uh, this Scott guy had to bring in a third partner to make everything work. And the guy he brought in is this guy named Andrew Rev. Um, eventually awesome doesn't work. And so they have to dissolve it. So Rob Liefeld goes one way. This Scott guy goes another way. This Andrew Rev goes another way. Okay. When the three of them go to dissolve everything, they have to amicably decide who controls what. 
So they divide up control of the three titles. Now, Rob Liefeld's supposed to be able to write and produce whatever he wants under these titles, but these guys controlled, like, the Andrew Rev guy was supposed to control, like, movie rights and television rights for all of them and blah, blah, blah. But they divided the titles into three groups, and Youngblood was one of the books that went to Andrew Rev. Well, over time, Andrew Rev turned around, and he bought out Scott again. So Scott came to Rob Liefeld, like, five years ago, and basically was like, hey, um... I'm going to go ahead and sell my control of everything to Andrew. And so now he's going to have the ability to print Youngblood comic books. Well, at least he didn't sell it to Todd. Uh, well, he basically did. Andrew is basically a Todd. Um, and Andrew is like this unknown. Like he's completely unknown in the industry. Nobody knows who he is. But out of the blue, Rob Liefeld reached out to him and was trying to like, hey, what's it going to take for me to be able to do Youngblood? And uh, Andrew was like, well, when we get ready to make a comic book in the next couple months... You can you can submit your ideas and if if I like your pitch then I'll I'll bring you on the book. Nice. And <laughs> so Rob Liefeld got real real angry, and uh, about time someone stuck it to that Rob guy. I, you know I'm not a big fan of his. He's kind of can't even draw feet. He can't draw. But just on a personal note, he's he's it's he's kind of a douche. Did he block you on Twitter? He did block me on Twitter. See, he blocked me on Twitter, but I, I was a jerk to him on Twitter. I was making fun of his characters. And oh, that's you're a keyboard warrior. Roast him, uh, roast no, him. that time I just told him that his characters are a straight rip off of the Avengers. Okay, that makes sense. And he just flat out blocked. He didn't even have a reply to that. <laughs> that's you know what, what we call block. <laughs> he made a comment on someone else's originality. This is my block, right? And he like he made a comment about someone else's originality, and my reply was, "This coming from the guy who ripped off the Avengers." And he was like, "Block." Right. He was like, <laughs> "I he was like, hear oh that. yeah, Corey DLG. This is my block." Right. Uh, and so then all of a sudden now he doesn't have control of like these are my words of the Avengers blog. His his called Young Blood. His flagship book, the book that basically his debut thing. Yeah, his rip off of the Avengers, Young yeah. Blood. But it was the it was his first million dollar baby. But it's a rip off, and he said that's now just my block. Now it's gone. So now it's, it's gone. It's probably going to come out in the next year or so for under someone else with a brand new owner writer creator. It's called Blood Young. No, Blood I mean, Youngs. I mean the whole point is the name. True, very true. <laughs> Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll get to the go-home segment of Nerd Thug Radio. Stay tuned. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, baby! Woo! The go-home segment of Nerd Thug Radio. Before we get going, let's talk about this adventure we're about to go on with the talented junior producer, Corey DLG. How are you going to take a shot at me when he didn't even have his... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Nico pointed at me. I didn't have my clock up. I was like, wait. And then he just pointed. Uh, I did, I did too not late. hear a wait. Uh, it was too late. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Hand signs. Um, let me tell you guys about the adventure begins on 1488. Uh, comics, games, and more. Uh, there's a lot going on this week, actually. This Wednesday, August 7th, they're having their Absolute Carnage release party. It's an all-day event. Refreshments served at 6 p.m. 
They're going to be celebrating the release of the new Marvel Comics event, Absolute Carnage. Absolute Carnage. Have you heard anything about this? Nope. It's a bunch of symbiotes. It's a a war of the symbiotes. In Thor, they basically introduced the concept that the symbiotes come from space. That's that's already been known. That was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, and it also was in Secret Wars. I mean, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man finds it. Yeah. It was in Guardians Um, of the Galaxy. And also, they introduce, there's like a particular like deity from somewhere, because Thor knows all the gods from all the different places. And one of them is like a god of the symbiotes. And so I think there's something going on between it and Carnage and Venom. There's about to be like a war of the symbiotes, it looks like. And anyone who's ever touched one of the symbiotes, Carnage wants to go after and get revenge on. Ooh. So the Marvel, Marvel Universe is in trouble. Yeah, they are. Uh, and that's going to, the release party is going on Wednesday. They got a lot of cool stuff going on. There's, um, each purchase of a copy of Absolute Carnage number one will give you a chance to win. If you buy five books, you get five chances to win. What can you win? They have three exclusive variant covers for Absolute Carnage. These are variants available only to stores that throw the release party. So the only place you'll be able to get them are places like The Adventure Begins. Uh, Friday night, the bi-weekly Heroclix tournament is going on. The BYOB Heroclix event. That's us. Uh, and then Saturday, August 10th, Oh, I didn't know this. It's Topps National Baseball Card Day. Oh, I'll be there. So they're having an all-day event. You come in, get a free pack of baseball cards. Yes, I love baseball cards. Spend $10 or more on Topps products and receive a special chase card. I'm in. They'll also run specials on Topps products and get excited for the tail end of the Astros season. Tail end. They're looking sharp right now. So that's the Adventure Begins at 1488 in Conroe. Go hang out with them. Clean, well-lit, family-friendly. It's a great place to go, and we'll be there Friday night. I'm going to try and be there all afternoon uh, on Wednesday because I'm going to try and hand out a bunch of copies of Another Day at the Office. But Friday night will be super fun because we'll be hosting the Hero Clicks Week 2. Yeah. Second event. Um, so you talk a lot about Marvel here. Uh, so we read this headline, DLG, where they said the X-Men may not be introduced... <laughs> As he dies yep, into dead. the Marvel Universe until Phase Six, yeah. yeah. So minimum five years if that is accurate. About five years. So twenty twenty four. God, it's so far away. It is right. That's a that's a future space year if I've ever heard one. Yeah, it really is. Um, I wish they would introduce it like Phase Five, but like some form of Disney streaming service, like so, something smaller. Yeah. So, uh, resident crazy person, friend of the show, Dennis Bar- uh, Berger. Berger. Uh, he posted the a, a theory that the important movie in this cycle is the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, he pointed out that WandaVision was specifically scheduled to release before the movie. And he says he thinks it's because it's going to follow closely the storyline of Doctor of Scarlet Witch using her magics to change reality and bring Vision back to life, but it won't be necessarily real. Okay. So in the Multiverse of Madness, there's the possibility that even Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. could cameo in some form or fashion. Okay, I'm following you. Because of the multiverse. Interesting. But also, just as importantly, there's the possibility that this is how they introduce the Fantastic Four. Because Reed Richards is a bit of a specialist in traveling between dimensions. That he is. And that possibly one of the other multiverses is where the mutants are. Ooh, I like it. 
So I've heard fan theory, and he pointed out the parallels between this and Captain Marvel Civil War, and there was another movie he referenced where it was the, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, which is the first movie that actually introduces an Infinity Stone. Infinity Stone. And he basically was saying that any movie in this slot becomes like the okay the kind of the key movie I feel it of that phase so in other words they introduce a couple concepts then in the middle is where they kind of turn the story in in speed up the 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 rate of plot so to speak so that by the end you have to wrap something up okay that makes sense uh, and so he says if they follow that pattern with with Black Widow starting it off they could lay a little groundwork and then Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is where like "Quote unquote," the magic would happen. The magic would happen. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The pun. So it's definitely intriguing to say the least. True, true. I just <sighs> so as excited as everyone was whenever Disney signed the deal, yeah, right? Absolutely. To get the X Men uh, and Fantastic Four. Do you think it's such a wise thing to wait so many years, like the, to before you release it in? I, I think that this is almost necessary because it, it takes a long time to make these movies. And I don't think that from the deal signing we were going to see one within the next three years, anyways. Well, you don't. Well, but you could go back half of phase five, or you could really go back half of phase four. You could because you're talking about two years out, so you could scrub some things. You and could it, change a couple. You things. could introduce something to like lead I'm, I'm into sure. phase five, but then Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't even phase four, so like that's going to be a big property plus Black Panther two as well. Right. Um. So I just uh, as excited as people are about the news. Like, are they going to be this excited in five years? Like, six I, years? I think I think so because it'll I be. I hope so. It'll it'll be it'll be that one thing that's like this. This is what we've been missing this whole time. Well, I think what they're doing is it, it also lets the it also lets the uh, Fox franchise kind of die out and then like completely yeah, a finish bit, a little bit. I th- I agree with that because they still have New Mutants. They're going to release somewhere. Um, are they though? Somewhere. Yeah, they're going to release it somewhere. I mean, they've got too much money. I it's thought it's already come out. The reviews are out. <laughs> the reviews are out. Yeah, I saw that. Uh. No, I do think, though, that probably most – I think the reason they're going to wait and let it breathe is because each phase now can kind of be its own little story, right? Sure. Yeah, for sure. So by the time we need another Avengers team, they've introduced a bunch of characters. Yeah. So they could maybe have Angelina Jolie's uh, character or whoever's going to play – so Cersei is an Eternal who usually is on the Avengers. True. So whoever plays Cersei in the Eternal series – like they could have her join an Avengers team that's made up of uh, Captain Falcon, Marvel. Falcon, Captain, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Black Panther. Like it could be a totally different and Drax, possibly, and then Doctor Strange or whoever is the Sorcerer Supreme. Like it could be a completely different, uh, you know, Avengers team at this point. And so they could let those. So Sebastian Stan has what two or three more movies. Anthony Mackie's got two or three more movies. I think he's got movies. more than that. He, well, remember they signed like five or six picture he deals. He signed like a huge deal, like eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but th- he's already been in a ton of movies. Really? S- Captain America Winter Soldier, Civil, Civil War. War. Both Avengers movies. That's four right there. But if he signed eight, he's got four more to go. Right. So if he's in any of these here, the Multiverse true, of Madness true, 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 true. or something like that. I do think it's more important to introduce the Fantastic Four before getting to uh, the X-Men. So, talking about introducing properties, I'm going to use my little app game that I play uh, that's a Marvel game on my phone. They introduced the X-Men about a month and a half ago, and they just announced last night that they're going to be introducing the Fantastic Four. Uh, really? Uh, well, yeah. Just think think of Heroclix. We haven't seen them. We haven't seen the Fantastic Four 
Euroclix flat out said because they're planned out so far ahead that the Fantastic Four at its earliest would be two years from now. So sad. Last one was what, Galactic Guardians? Yep. I believe so. I've got that, that was, chase. Yeah, that was already, and that's already a long time ago. Yeah, I bought point. a bunch of them just to have them. I wanted, right. the, I wanted the Fantastic Fours. I bought all these old figures at like high prices. Yeah, I have that Reed Richards just because he's the only Reed Richards Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely think that there's a, I think they can let it wait. On the X-Men? Well, the yeah. X-Men are such a large franchise. Like, oh, it's, it's good planning. Like, what's the focal point, right? Exactly. Who's going to be the, the focal person or team? Well, the Fantastic Four, it's a family it's, of it's four. It's a family. They have you their choice. Yeah, there. exactly. Plus, this could lead into my greatest theory of all time of the Fantastic Four having their own episodic TV show on, on, on the Disney, Disney streaming Yeah, service. it seems like they could do that. That would be amazing. Hey, so I've got a fan, I've got a theory that I came up with the, over the weekend. Good, you the, have a minute and a half to tell me about okay, it. Okay, good. So House of X and Powers of X number ones just came out. Were they okay. any good? Uh, they're great. Except Jonathan Hickman, he does he did a similar thing last time he was on a series where he showed you a future and he showed a past at the same time. I think he's throwing us a curveball here. I don't think he's repeating the same thing twice. I think House of X and Powers of X are two six-issue miniseries, and when they end, they're supposed to lead into this new Marvel Universe. Okay. I This new X-Men setup. I think they are purposefully misleading us, and by the end of this miniseries, all those titles that they've previewed aren't the real titles. So, like, the writers are really working on stuff, but it's not these things. So Cable doesn't get his own sh- his own thing. Well, Cable didn't have his own thing. Oh, he was in something, right? He was in. He's actually in two books. He's in the X Men lineup, and he's in. Oh gosh, Fallen Angels. If he's not in two books, I'm out completely. Well, it might be the same lineups, even I think. But they had the artists do a couple mock-ups because they just best. released. They just released two preview pages. They've never released two preview pages of anything before ever. Because they've never done. Of, two. They're doing a lot of good stuff with the X Men. But I think you it's be right. I think it's because. They're, Anything's possible. I think they're just laying like false groundwork for these titles because remember, remember, I was telling you the titles don't make a lot of sense. Like the right. Marauders one is a pirate. It's a they're going to be running a pirate. And there's ship. like the Summers one where like they're all the like, X Men are all except for Wolverine all related to Scott Summers. Now that part might so he might just put together an X Men team of like family like Corsair and all that. But I don't I don't believe Corsair's for, a pirate. I don't believe for a second that they're, they're, that these lineups that these titles and the pitch that came with them. Is the final pitch? I don't. I think. I think they're going somewhere else. You think you're trying to throw you the old twelve six curveball, huh? I do. I do think that. That'd I be think. Neat. I think by the end of this limited series, you're going to be like, how are they? How could they possibly shock value? Yeah, Baby. Because I think they're setting it up to where the X Men that are that you're seeing right now are fake, and that this Charles Xavier is the bad guy. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good theory. I think that's what's going on. You know what I think's going on? What's going on? It's time to wrap up this episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Nico, what, sh- what episode is this? Do we know? 2.30. 2.30. Man, it's only like 12.30. You're listening to us on Carnos FM 104.5, 106.1. If you've missed any of this, don't forget to check out the show. It dropped the podcast at 6.01 p.m. today. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And Nico DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.